Welcome to Moments with Marilyn. I'm your host, Marilyn Boyer, the mom of 14 homeschool kids who love the Lord and love each other. I absolutely love young moms, and it's my passion to encourage you and to share with you tips and tools to make your journey easier. Thanks for joining us today. Today, our topic is about Thanksgiving, and I'm really excited to share with you some ways to have a meaningful Thanksgiving. Remember, before we get started, you can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or our Facebook page or our YouTube channel, virtually anywhere that you find podcasts, you can find us. So I'm excited about this topic today. You know, it is almost impossible to find a book to read to your kids that tells the true story of Thanksgiving. I this really came to my attention a couple years ago. One of our customers purchased this little book from us which is just a really easy reader, step into reading book called The First Thanksgiving. But she purchased that and she wrote to me and she said, I am amazed. I grew up going to public schools and we were always taught that Thanksgiving was all about the pilgrims having a feast and inviting the Indians and thanking them for helping them through that hard winter. And that is part of it, but that's not the main part of it. The main part of it is the pilgrims were thankful to God and they held a feast to give their thanks to God. The story is really amazing. The pilgrims were a little band of people who wanted to train their kids to serve God, and they didn't have the freedom to do that. Um, so they moved to Holland, and they realized that their kids were learning the traditions of the people in Holland, and they really wanted their, the freedom to train their kids in the scriptures the way they felt that they should. So they boarded the little ship called the Mayflower and they, they braved many dangers. They finally got to America and they set up the little colony at Plymouth and many of them died. Actually about half of them died that first winter. It was so incredibly cold and tough and the people got sick and then they met some Indians. Um, Massasoit came to meet them and he knew some English and then he brought Squanto and that story is amazing. It is so amazing and I will tell you a little bit about it but we have the full story here in our Uncle Rick audios. Uncle Rick reads the story of Squanto and the Pilgrims. Squanto was actually captured by some bad white men who took him to England. When he got there he became the servant of a really nice white man, a rich white man, and he taught Squanto to read. He treated Squanto really like a friend, and he eventually paid for Squanto to go back to America so that he could go back to his tribe. He knew that's what Squanto really wanted. When Squanto got back to America, he went to his tribe. He was so excited to see his people. He was actually going to be married to one of the, the women in the tribe, when he got back, there was no one there. The, it was just barren. The, the tents were empty. And he got in touch with Massasoit, who told him there had been a plague, a great sickness, and all Squanto's people had died, everyone. So he was so sad. He went and he lived with Massasoit and his Indians. Then the pilgrims came, and providentially, they landed where Squanto's people had lived. And after that first hard winter, Massasoit brought Squanto to meet them. 
and he decided to live with the people. He knew English, he knew the ways of the white man, and he decided to help them because, boy, they needed help. They didn't know how to plant corn the right way. He taught them how to plant fish next to the corn to fertilize it. Um, things were just different in America than they were in England. So he helped them through that first winter. He was a wonderful friend to them. And actually, in after years went by, Squanto became a Christian. He said that he wanted to accept the God of the white people. And it's a fascinating story. He became a Christian. And we tell about that in this, this audio. Governor Bradford, the governor of the colony, called Squanto an instrument of God. And providentially, God prepared him to speak English so that he, and gave him a heart to help the pilgrims survive. They could not have survived without him. So it was after that second winter that the pilgrims called for a feast and Massasoit invited 90 braves. And at first the pilgrims thought, wow, what are we gonna do with all these people? We don't have enough food. But the braves went out and they, they shot deer and the feast actually lasted for many days. And there was peace between the pilgrims and the Indians and Squanto helped to arrange all that. So it was in God's providential plan to help America get started as a nation. He used Squanto. So this little book tells about that. We also have a story in Uncle Rick's holiday book that tells the true story of Thanksgiving because we wanted to share with you and your kids the true story and how God used that to bless our nation, use Squanto as an instrument of God. I want to talk to you a little bit about Thanksgiving season. We always used the month of November to engage our kids with this whole story. And to do that, one of the things we did, we bought costumes for our kids and they would dress up like pilgrims and Indians and we would reenact the first Thanksgiving. Our kids loved to do that. To this day, I still have the costumes that my older kids used when they were little. My grandkids wear them. They love acting out the first Thanksgiving and you know, it means so much more to them when they can act it out. I try to do activities during the month of November to engage the kids with the true meaning of Thanksgiving. One of the things I do is I got placemats from Oriental Trading Company. And in the show notes, I'll give you a link so that you can buy those if you'd like to. They're really cool. They're sticker sheets. And the kids put the stickers down. It, it's lots of stickers. It shows the Mayflower. It shows the pilgrims, the Indians, the food, a table where we put the food. Um, it just teaches the kids about that first Thanksgiving. And I did it with several of my grandkids this year. Little Matthew is two years old. And I thought, oh, he's going to be too young to enjoy this. But he loved it. I would put the stickers down, and he took his little finger, and he pressed all those stickers in place. Um, and he did a super job. And then I take the, place, the papers down to Staples and get them laminated. And the kids can use them for placemats. They will last for years to come. One of my older daughters, Melody, granddaughters, Melody, told me last night that she still has hers that she did when she was little. And if she's doing a kind of messy activity, she'll use that and put it underneath the messy activity. So there's lots of uses for them. But it's a fun way to teach them about Thanksgiving. Another thing, we make Indian headdresses. Um, and in my 
preschool, Mom's Guide for Preschoolers, there's patterns for you to make Indian headdresses, little girl pilgrim hats. Um, what else have we got? We've got a turkey. This is another thing we do. We have a, a picture of a turkey, and on the feathers I have the kids write things they're thankful for. We did that just a couple days ago, and little Autumn wrote things that she was thankful for. Um, she can't write too much. But I wrote it for her, but she told me things she was thankful for. We wrote them on the turkey feathers. Um, another thing we, in that book as well, we have a pattern for a plate with a fork and spoon and a little cup next to it. And it says, thank you, God, for my food. And I would let my preschoolers draw food that they were thankful for. So I, mean, I could tell you more. There's more projects in that Mom's Guide for Preschoolers book, too. And it's not just for preschoolers. Older kids enjoy it as well. But we provide the patterns. I also have some patterns on my blog. It's characterconceptsblog.com. And I've got patterns for all those things on there to share with you. Another thing I would like to talk about is our Thanksgiving Day. Okay, on Thanksgiving Day, we, the whole family comes up, we have a meal, um, different members of the family bring different parts of the meal, and I write, write verses, thankfulness verses on little um, placards, little pieces of paper that I fold in half, I put a Thanksgiving sticker, and then I write a thankfulness verse on each one, and I put that at everybody's place. And after we eat our Thanksgiving meal, so it doesn't get cold, I'll, we'll go around the table and I'll have everybody read their thankfulness first. And sometimes we'll ask questions. I also, in the show notes, will give you the link to this too. For instance, Psalm 118.29 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. And then we have a question. What two qualities of God are mentioned in this verse for which we should give him thanks? Another one, but thanks be to God, which giveth us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And the question, for what should we thank God according to this verse? What does this mean for our everyday life? Another one, Ephesians 1.16, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Name some people God has placed in your life that you are thankful for. And one more, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The question, what things happen to us that we should be thankful for? Even if something seems to be a bad thing? And then name someone in scripture who had something bad happen, and two of them, and God used it for their glory. Joseph is my favorite example of that. He was used to preserve the Israeli nation. But what initially happened to him and for years seemed like really bad things but God used it for his glory so I'll make this available to you I've got like 30 verses and questions that we use um, so maybe that will be helpful for you too another thing that we do is we do a time capsule and I'll also give you the link to that and it just kind of helps the family to remember what God has done for them during the year and to be thankful for it and also to remember years past and I'll give you just a couple examples of that too what is one of the things you're most thankful for that happened to you this year what was a major disappointment to you this year what's a favorite quote or memory verse that meant a lot to you this year 
What's your biggest source of stress right now? Do you have any big plans for the next, the following year, the next upcoming year? It's, and we print out sheets. We kind of change the questions up every year. But then we save the, the time capsule and we put the sheets in an old popcorn tin, actually. We store it in our attic. And then every year we bring that out and people can, like we don't read everyone else's, but people can read their own and see what they were thankful for maybe 10 years ago and what God's done in their life. It's just a way to record God's working in your life and to be grateful for what God is doing, to focus your attention on the fact that God is working in your life and there are things that we need to give thanks to him for. Uh, we also, on Thanksgiving Day, we sing hymns, and I, that's one of my favorite parts. We sing, come ye thankful people come, and we gather together, and um, we have hymn books, and we'll get them out, and I think it's one of my favorite parts of Thanksgiving Day, just singing praise and thankfulness to God. I love hearing my family sing together. It just it brings tears to my eyes, and the little kids join in on it. I don't know, there's 40-some people in our family now when we all get together and it's just a blessing to hear everybody raising their voice and singing praise to the Lord. Then on the end of Thanksgiving Day we start Christmas season. Um, you know after we feel like we have done a good job communicating what the true story of Thanksgiving is. Oh let me mention one other thing. There's a little book here by Barbara Rainey called Thanksgiving, A Time to Remember. And it's no longer in print, but I know you can find it used online. And it has a wonderful story of Thanksgiving. Um, it's got a longer version if you've got older kids, and it's got a shorter version if you have little kids. And sometimes we will read this on Thanksgiving Day and actually just throughout the whole Thanksgiving season. It's been a good resource for us over the years. Um, so after Thanksgiving Day is kind of over, after we've had the pie, then we kind of clear the dining room and we turn on our favorite Christmas record, which is Doug Oldham, Come on, Ring Those Bells. And this has been a tradition for us for years. It's the beginning of the Christmas season and we, we give joy to the fact that Jesus Christ came to save us and we celebrate the beginning of the Christmas season. And boy, I'll do another podcast about that. But Christmas is a favorite in our house. And we have lots of Christmas traditions that we like to do. So thanks so much for joining us today. I've enjoyed being with you, sharing what we do about Thanksgiving. And hopefully it will get your creative juices going. And you can think of some fun traditions that you can do with your family. And I'd love to hear about it. Share with us some of the things that you do. Because some of the things you do, we might want to add to our family. Thanksgiving celebration too. So be sure to check out the show notes. We've got links to the costumes that you can purchase online and some of the resources, the Thanksgiving placemats and things on our website as well. Remember, we do have a website. It's characterconcepts.com. We have character curriculum from preschool through high school. We've got lots of tools to help you raise kids of character, and you can do it. You can raise kids of character in this day and age. It does take time. It does take um, investing in your kids, but there's nothing better that you can do than invest in those precious ones God has given you. 
So thanks for joining us. And remember, whenever you train your kids in the Word of God, you are not wasting time. It is my wish that you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving season. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week. Oh, let me mention, if you choose to purchase anything from Amazon, like the costumes or whatever, please use our link because it tells Amazon that we are the ones that recommended you. We get a teeny tiny percentage from that. And during the Christmas season, I'm going to recommend some toys that we found valuable for our kids, and I'll give you links for those as well. So again, have a great Thanksgiving season.